0: Doug Terrell, History and Comment is available on iTunes. Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Wednesday, the 21st of June, 2023. The summer solstice was this morning at 1058 Eastern Time, making this the first day of summer. If you're living under a rock, that means that due to the tilt of the earth, the North Pole was at its closest to the sun. From now until the winter solstice, the days will be getting shorter. That simple fact is always a bit depressing. But enjoy the next three months while the days are still warm and rather long. Daniel D. Tompkins was born in 1774. He was a lawyer and politician from New York, where he served as governor for 10 years beginning in 1807. He then became the only person in the 19th century to serve two terms as U.S. Vice President, from 1817 to 1825. His ability to serve was limited by poor health and alcoholism. He died just three months after leaving office, just short of his 51st birthday. To date, we've had 49 vice presidents. In the early days of the nation, they were the presidential candidate with the second most electoral votes. That plan, which seemed wise, was fraught with problems, since in most cases the president and vice president were from opposing viewpoints. Only 19 have sought the presidency and six have been successful. Mike Pence is included in the 19 and the jury is still out. If I was to make a prediction, I don't see him having a chance this cycle, especially with Mr. Trump in the race. No matter where you stand on his policies, Mr. Trump is a very dominant personality. The Irish Rebellion of 1798 was in some ways inspired by the success of the American Rebellion. The difference was, Ireland is quite close to England. The Atlantic Ocean certainly helped the American cause, which was never a certainty. On this day, the locals confront the British at Vinegar Hill in County Wexford. They actually had a reasonable numbers advantage. However, the Brits were better armed, nearly all had muskets, while less than half of the Irish did. What the Irish did have was pikes. Useful in defending against cavalry and to a limited degree in hand-to-hand fighting, they were of little use against muskets. The British also deployed a new cannon munition, shrapnel rounds, which by their nature are intended for use against masses of troops. If you're familiar with the song, The Rising of the Moon, it's set earlier in the 1798 Rebellion than Vinegar Hill, But could almost apply. Recall the line The pikes must be together by the rising of the moon. The whole affair was not a hastily arranged scheme. There was some serious planning and organization. In the end, it was not enough to overcome the might of the British. Have you heard the term a grandfather clause? The origins have their roots in the Jim Crow era of the South. Laws were put in place to allow citizens whose grandfathers had the right to vote to be exempt from new laws that were aimed at repressing the black vote. In 1915, the Supreme Court handed down the Gwen v. U.S. decision, which struck down an Oklahoma Grandfather Clause and was then applied to others across the South. While the 15th Amendment allowed voting without regard to race, many states enacted laws that, on the surface, seemed race-neutral. Literacy tests were one. Most blacks were illiterate but also were a significant portion of the white population. The Oklahoma law expressly exempted any person who had the right to vote on January 1st, 1866, or they were descended from someone who did, i.e., their grandfather, they could still vote. The grandfather clause are still used for other purposes today, but they cannot be used for restricting voting or be written so tight to exclude one for race. The Irish are back in the news in 1921. While the locals were often given to guerrilla tactics, the British were often brutal in their response. In 1921, the village of Knock Croggery was suspected of being the source of a recent attack on a government official. The British black and tans burned the village in response. Certainly, there was no due process. The black and tans are not looked on favorably in Irish history. They were a subset of reinforcements recruited for the local government police and had a history of brutality. Another Japanese submarine surfaces close to the US coast in 1942, this time near the Columbia River on the Oregon coast. It fired just 17 shells at a US coastal fort. Illustrator Berkeley Breathed is 65 today. He's known as the creator of the cartoon strip Bloom County. He's been back at the Strip since 2015. His early work was more humorous and light. Currently, the theme is darker, more sarcastic, with an overtone of politics. The railroads were a mess in the late 1960s and early 70s. The cause could be debated for a long time. Part of it was the loss of freight to trucks, and they never completely recovered from the busy days of World War II. Another factor was a lot of parallel routes and branch lines that did not have much business. The Pennsylvania Railroad and the New York Central Railroad had merged in 1968. That event was greatly flawed and the culture of the two were quite different. On this day in 1971, the merger of the two, the Penn Central, declares bankruptcy, the largest in the U.S. at the time. The federal government will pick and choose which parts of the eastern roads can be maintained and discard much of the rest when Conrail is formed in 1976. Prince William, now the Prince of Wales, is 41 today. The Supreme Court rules in 1989 that burning the American flag is a form of political protest and therefore protected by the First Amendment. The ruling has generated some debate. In fact, it's problematic. Free speech is a tricky thing. It would seem reasonable to prohibit gross displays of hate for the country, but where do you draw the line is the difficult part. That's history and comment for the 21st day of June. I'm Doug Terrell. Now, go do something worth remembering.